0: Hey, hey, this is Ed Gallo here for alternate commentary for the fight site. I'm watching Jared Cannonier versus Kelvin Gastel. And it's the main event of this UFC fight night card. I also did commentary on Alexandre Pantoja versus Brandon Royville. Check that out if you haven't. Uh, so, this commentary is going to be audio if you're listening to it on an audio platform, but there's also a video available on the fight site on Patreon. So only $3 will get you access to everything that's on the Fight Site's Patreon account which is hundreds and hundreds of hours of analysis um, lots of different breakdowns uh, unique formats different types of shows documentaries you know video breakdowns tons of stuff that you haven't seen before um, and that's the entire business model so if you want to support the Fight Site 100% you should be you know hooked up with us on Patreon you know the lowest tier would be great other tiers give you special rewards like content requests or access to our Discord server, which is a really cool place to hang out now. Um, But yeah, check that out if you want to get the video for this and lots of other fights. Okay, so the fight itself, uh, we didn't really talk about it much on the podcast this week uh, because we were busy answering Patreon questions and this card was kind of weak in terms of like meaningful fights for the division or like fighters that we really enjoy or like uh, have specific technical interests in. Uh, but you yeah, know this this fight's relatively meaningful for the division could be setting someone up for like a contender type of fight. It could be setting Cannoneer up for a contender type of fight really. Um, but yeah, my my hunch is that Cannoneer is gonna win. Um, you know, Kelvin's defense it's never been great. You know, he kind of has a pole counter but you know just you know flatly on the back foot someone coming after him. Pretty shallow defense. Uh, Cannoneer hits super hard. Uh, can put together basic combinations well. Uh, can kick on on his uh, at the end of his combinations. Can kick naked. Um, <clears throat> wrestling and grappling, not his strongest suit, but he, he's become decent enough at defending. And Kelvin isn't great at mixing his uh, striking into his wrestling. He's not like a committed pressure fighter that can shoot into his entries against the cage, but I oh, don't. He has it in him. Uh, to hit some of those transitions. It's not it's just not a consistent thing. Uh, but yeah, I think this is a really dangerous fight for him. He's taken a lot of damage in his career. I think Cannonier might be the wrong guy to, to fight at this point. If you're not a hundred percent sure about your durability, not that he's been getting buzzed or anything. He ate that clean flying knee from Ian Heinish, uh, pretty recently, but I don't know. I just kind of foresee. I have a vision, uh, that the Cannonier is going to hurt him. I don't know if he'll win based on that, but it's, you know, one of the cleaner strikers, that Calvin fought in a long time, uh, Huge power threat in the feet, you know, probably a harder hitter than Kelvin himself, which has always been his thing. Uh Kelvin's been trying to reinvent himself by getting back to what he used to do. Um, you know, towards his form, like when he first started to come up at 170, which is funny that, you know, when you're still a fresh young prospect, that's a better technical version of yourself than you are now. You have to get back to your old self from when you were a prospect, um, which kind of just tells you a lot about the way Kelvin's career has gone. I think there's discipline issues. I think there's tactical issues i think there's a lot of issues um and he's just a really talented driven person and uh, he can make stuff happen through unideal circumstances but he, if he really if he's really really tough i think he would take care of himself all year and, and take things seriously all year and I, I know he doesn't um it's like common knowledge that he doesn't <laughs> so you know i it, on one hand you hate to see it like for someone that you know isn't doing the right things uh to you know come back strong and at wins and you're not totally sure if they're doing the right things yet, because I mean, Kelvin's almost the same weight at middleweight. That's not right. Uh, That's not right. Whereas Cannonier is someone who had to take everything super seriously to jump from heavyweight down to middleweight. Uh, Obviously very disciplined, uh, looking more jacked than ever for this fight. And uh, yeah, I mean, like Robert Whitaker definitely uh, exposed a little bit of the depth of his game. Robert Whitaker also broke his arm (laughs) and Cannonier still managed to hurt him. Uh, at some point and was relatively competitive. Um, Cannoneers punished a lot of people who tried to grapple with him. Cannoneers knocked people out in the feet who try to stand with him. Uh yeah, I, I believe in him a decent bit as, as a contender. I'm not sure if he necessarily like has something for Izzy or like a rematch with Whitaker, but he's he's a nice top five staple for now. Um, I like him for this division. And Kelvin saw him I'm like, you gotta now or never dude like just show me you're serious show me that you you know can continue to improve and you're not losing all of your physicality and durability um or go away you know i know he's only 29 but he's been fighting a long time he's got a lot of miles and fight years and uh i don't know dude it's just, It just it bothers me it bothers me like if that's your job man you're a professional fighter this is what you do um you know You got nothing else to do but take this seriously. You're getting paid a decent amount. Um, You you got nice favor with the company. You got the manager that controls half the sport. Uh, You got a lot of things in your favor. So you know why don't you cash in on that and see what you can do? But it is what it is. He competes hard. I just you know if you're really really that guy, uh, you'd be doing the things the right things year round. So that's just my my spiel about that. I know I'm not I'm not the one who's in there not The one who's doing it, but I would expect the criticism if I was doing the same things. Uh, so yeah, the fight's gonna start in a little bit again. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling canonier, not like super confident. I could definitely see it being a uh, pretty back and forth fight where they're both getting a lot of offense off, but I just think that Cannoneer will wear it better than Kelvin will at this point. Um, Cannonier got hurt a little bit by Whitaker, you know, getting kicked upside the head, but that's. Getting kicked in the head, you know (laughs) that typically hurts. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here. I'm giving analytical commentary. Uh, It might be different than what you're used to on UFC broadcasts. If this is your first time listening, but if you're familiar with our work, you're familiar with our podcasts. You know, you know how we discuss fights. That's what we're doing here. I'm just kind of picking things apart, process, goals, how they're going after them. Uh, Sometimes things are just happening really fast, and you just I give some informed play-by-play. With uh, context and you know color commentary, you might call it. Sometimes I try to go deeper if I can, uh, but we'll see. See what happens. I don't really have a plan. <laughs> There's Cannon here getting announced. Yeah, he, he kept getting more lean progressively, and now he's uh, fully leaned out. Now he's putting on some size again. Um, maybe he'll go back up to 205 at some point, but I think he feels and looks good at middleweight. Getting ready in the center, and uh, this angle makes them look comparable heights, which is funny because ears <laughs> didn't look that small at heavyweight. Um, obviously, it was a small heavyweight, but fully, fully bulked up. He looked all right. I'll give you some context with the timestamp once this round starts. And That's the best I can do if you're following along with your own video. They just touch gloves. We're at a 4.55, as I just said that. So, Canyon, you're kicking that open side to the body. Kelvin in and out with his lead hand jabbing. Very bouncy from Kelvin. This is typically what he looks like in his better performances. And he uses those bounce in steps to, uh, to hit
1: most of his entries for his strikes. This is how he fought Izzy
0: as well. Trying to change levels with that, uh right hand Cannonier, uh was out of the way of it, and then uh, started his combination right at the end of Kelvin's. All nice, a nice, snappy kick to the body there from cannoneer, and uh, they're both trying to counter each other's combinations with their own combinations, trying to time their entries with the end of the other person's entries, which is a uh, definitely a smart thing to do. Um, and they, like I said, neither showing you know great <laughs> depth defensively, but. Um, no, one getting hit clean with anything yet, but I like how cannoneer, Oh, nice uh, cross counter there from cannoneer. Um, but I like how cannoneer is kicking that open side, working those arms. And I like how he's ending his combinations with those round kicks as well. Uh, he's a very powerful kicker, you know, wear down on the arms, maybe work the body. If you can, yeah, or you keep that hand up and start punching to the body. It can serve a lot of purposes. Oh, nice. These pull counters, these, uh, getting Kelvin extended and punching across and, and, and clean. Is cannoneer and Kelvin going to that inside low kick and falling up with the one-two? That was a, a nice tactic that plants them, and you know where they're going to be, so you can enter on your combination. Kelvin trying to enter off the hand fight there, backs off. Didn't feel like he had the distance after he's been countered down a few times. Oh, counter jab from cannoneer, but Kelvin lands that jab as well. Yeah, pretty competitive thus far. I like what Cannoneer is doing better for the long-term, especially because he's kicking the body and just has more strike variety. Now he's kicking the leg, oh, and come back the other side to snap that lead leg to the body. Very nice. Yeah, not to be reductive, but Cannoneer's diversity of his his strikes is definitely helpful. He can give Kelvin a lot of different things to to think about having to adjust his defense, and he can just score more on the outside uh, because they're having these pretty even exchanges in and out with their boxing. but Cannoneer is the one who can score you know, without fully committing to an ex- exchange. Kelvin a little bit more hesitant now that he's been countered a few times. He's walked into some kicks. And there's another uh, near-counter situation. I think they both kind of cuffed each other. Yeah, Cannoneer pulling back a little bit on these, seeing if he can keep himself within range to hit his counters. Oh, there's another hard kick to the arms. And there, uh, Kelvin ends his combination to the legs, which is nice. And he tries to uh, lever punch there and ends his combination with uh, a round kick. That's a very King's MMA thing to do. Oh, nice. Off the, off the end of the exchange there, Kelvin's trying to reset his stance and Kanier caught him on the outside. Uh, but yeah, King's MMA, very good at you know pushing people back with one-twos and ending combinations with round kicks to the body. It's a Cordero special. But Kanier's the one who's been doing it better for the most part. A lot of hand fighting going on here. And that's going to set up more kicks. Yeah. There's that same. Yeah. The exit off to the angle and then hitting that uh, that right hand across. That's a uh, cannoneer's caught him a few times like that. And it's not a super tight maneuver. His feet are a little messy when he's doing it, but it's working. There's a one, two from cannoneer and uh lands into a, a snap kick when he resets his stance. See if Kelvin mixes it up at all. He was showing some good looks, like the lever punching, the body punching, the body kicking, the leg kicking. I mean, his offense has been pretty solid when he actually puts together a combination, doesn't just chase and try to headhunt. But that's usually how he fights. So it's hard to shake that habit of what you've been doing the majority of your career. And I like basically everything Canada is doing. Obviously, he could do everything better, but the ideas are good. And the defense backing straight up and... You know, turning your back to get out isn't great, but Kelvin's not that good of a cage cutter, if at all. So you can get away with that. Yeah, it's a little bit out of range there on the lead, and Cannoneer tries to hit that counter. So he's hoping for for Kelvin to be chasing him down. So why not concede that range and encourage him to to come after you? Old we'll tattoo there, back fist from the lead hand from uh, a yeah, they're both having some issues with with understanding the distance. Um, yeah, really clean entry there on the double from Kelvin at the end. Had a little bit of trouble moving him around. Uh, would have had the takedown, but again, with, with the round expiring like that, you can't really read much into it. But maybe that'll encourage Kelvin to try to wrestle sooner uh, in the second round. Typically, his cardio is really great uh kelvin's is despite you know any discipline or diet issues um he's got a great motor uh he'll he'll definitely become discouraged in some fights and and slow down and offer less volume but he hasn't been super intense this fight so far it's you know set for five rounds obviously yeah cannoneer's had some really solid connections kelvin's had a few nice ones as well um i would definitely give cannoneer that round I like think the first half of the run went better for him than the second half, but it's not like Kelvin really took over. Um, yeah, we'll see what happens in the second round. I'll give you the timestamp again once the
1: clock comes up. All
0: right. Come back out to the center. And it's uh, 4.55, as I was saying that on the clock. Kelvin getting back on that lead hand, getting back to jabbing. Cannonier just touching his hands, trying to shoot through the center. Kelvin backing out pretty well. Yeah, with that in and out style, as long as you're not getting caught coming in, <laughs> uh, you can pretty much always avoid the first shot. But sometimes pursuing can be helpful if someone's defense isn't super layered. At all nice pivot away from the shot there and using the cross face from Cannonier. And we'll see if that discourages Calvin from shooting more, or if that's just uh, the beginning of a, an onslaught. <laughs> yeah, Calvin fainting his entries more, committing a little less. Can you're jabbing with him very well? Kelvin kind of bouncing outside to reset and, and you know load up <laughs> from the outside and try to pick him apart in and out, pick and poke, as Zach McCoskey would say. And that's a great way to set up wrestling because if someone gets really annoyed about you doing that, they're going to come after you and then you can shoot. Um, but that doesn't always work. Yeah, Cannon, you're going body jab a little bit. I think that's a, a good tool to help him start his exchanges, to be honest. Oh, nice, nice lever punching by Kelvin. Lands clean there off the body shot. Comes back up top. Yeah, Kelvin, Kelvin looks uh, a little bit improved. He doesn't look like a drastically better fighter, but he's doing, he's doing good things. He looks in decent form. Just a younger version of himself, which is funny to say because he's 29. Uh, but could, could be pushing this uh, a little bit more intensely and be a little bit more confident physically um, that he can do it. But at the same time, that's, that's part of growing up as a fighter. Is uh, being a little bit more conscious of your limitations physically and I uh, lands uh, the rear hand on the lead there. And again, off the break doubles up with it. Punching across a lot from Ken This it's because he's taking that angle out to the outside, just kind of stepping across Kelvin's body and hitting these right hands diagonally. Let's
1: see if Calvin can keep working those low kicks.
0: Yeah, Calvin's chin still good. Oh, nice. Got to her standing there, but Cannonier did a good job fighting those hands and creating separation. Oh, nice. Nice one-two from Calvin. Had Cannonier coming right after him because uh he didn't like the way those last few ex- two exchanges went, so he kind of pushed the issue. And Calvin uh, punished him for stepping right in. So a little bit of a game plan coming here, together here from Calvin. Um, oh, double jab into the right hand from, from Cannonier, but uh, Calvin la- lands there. As he walks into him, nice uh, weaving into the body shot to cannoneer. And Kelvin checking these kicks too. He looks he looks decent. And that one's cross-checked by cannoneer. Cannoneer getting back to what he was doing before. You know, being a little bit more careful about the distance, a little bit more kick centric on the outside. Keep him honest. Yeah, better defensive reactions here. He's a little more defense-oriented. Realizing that he can't just come after Kelvin and walk him down. I mean, he was doing fine just kind of kicking him up from range and and forcing Kelvin's leads and countering him. I know he wants to pressure and walk him down, but he's having more success doing this. I think he's realized
1: that and gone back to it.
0: Under a minute left in this round. Yeah, Cannoneer not chasing him down anymore. He's kind of closing the distance a little bit, then hanging on the outside, waiting on him. I think he, he can kick there, straight kick to the body. Faints it a little bit. Oh, switch kick goes high. I can't tell if that landed there from Kelvin, but he might have caught uh, caught Cannonier swinging. Oh, nice snap kick to the body from Cannonier. And Calvin trying to uh, counter combo off the kick. Yeah, I might, uh, I might give Gasol in this round. I don't entirely remember everything that happened, but I think he is the one to land clean most of the time. Yeah, five round fight this is going to be very interesting. Um, Cannonier, I think, uh, you know, started really strong, and then Gasol made some adjustments. Cannonier made some mistakes, momentum shifted a bit. We're at the point where when Cannoneer goes back to doing what it was working for in the first round, I think it's working decently well. Uh, He might be a little more tired, but I think it's also like shifting from different ways of fighting, you know, going between tactics and kind of losing your focus that can disrupt you a little bit in terms of cardio and pacing. Um, So I'm not ready to say he's like definitely slowing down or not. We'll see what happens in the third round if he comes out with a, a little more focus and gets back to what they were doing or something different entirely. Um, for Gasolim I think he's going to just keep... He's okay with just being competitive in a lot of these exchanges and trying to wait on Cannoneer and time him to hit his entries. And uh, when he leads, I would just say keep ending with that low kick, that inside low kick that's working really well. And Cannyer is definitely someone who's picked up momentum in fights before, where maybe he was losing and he felt like the slightest bit of weakness, and he's come on really strong and gained a lot of momentum. Uh, Kelvin, yeah, you know, can concede fights sometimes, but this is way way too competitive for that to happen. And, and you now there's Cannyer trying to hit his counter combination off of a uh, Gaslam's body jab. But they're both they're both really. I mean, obviously they're professional athletes, but they're both very competitive relative to other people. Um, and I think they both thrive when they feel like they're picking up steam and doing well. So, oh, lead leg round kick goes to the head there, and Kelvin's gonna eat it. Oh, lead hook drops Gastelum. There's the head kick. He's got him against the cage. There's that lead hook again. Just touching him on the guard there. Kick up the middle. Yeah, he floored him
1: there. And the uh, Cannoneer's
0: relaxed. Oh, there's another round kick high. Yeah, definitely uh, exploiting maybe some of Kelvin's defensive habits that I didn't totally notice. And uh, bad bad hands there by Cannoneer on that. He, uh, he definitely let that lane open for Gaslam to get behind the rear standing. I'm sure his hips are strong and he's heavy to move around. Now he's got that wrist control. He should be able to separate from the situation, but they're only here in the first place because Cannoneer wasn't hand-fighting off that shot in the first place. There we go. Underhook and wrist. Gets the knee through. There's a front kick up the middle. Discourage him from walking in again. Another check hook attempt there from Cannoneer. Oh, that jab line's clean. (laughs) Yeah, Cannoneer doesn't need to do a whole bunch in the rest of the round if he just wants to win the round. Um, But I'm I'm sure he's uh, eager to hurt him again, now that he knows it's possible. There's another counter there. Gets Kelvin stepping, stepping off.
1: A little wobbly.
0: Yeah, Kelvin doing a decent job with, with his ideas. Just uh, his exits on his combinations have been an issue. He kind of stands in front of him, You know, backs up straight with, with his guard high. Or with his guard down. And cannoneer uh, has been pretty good at exploiting that. Cannoneer has been a decent amount safer on his uh, entries and exits, but Kelvin faster for the most part. Or uh, covers distance better, I should say. But if cannoneer uh, was in that stance and then fighting that style, I think it would be comparable. But just different approaches to doing things. It's not this uh, jumping switch kick, bicycle kick. It was a nice entry there. There we go. There's the wizard right away from Cannoneer. That shuts off any upper body movement. He's able to shuck him off there and deny the attempt. Oh, nice. Gets the high guard up and weaves under the the follow-up shot, does Cannoneer. Yeah. Needs more straight kicking for sure, because he can start going high with that too. Shows the check hook there, but they just kind of both got out even from that exchange. But, you know, momentum obviously in Cannoneer's favor now, because he... (laughs) Florida and Kelvin's having a really hard time getting more success in this round. But they both have been uh, having a hard time finding target. A oh, nice uh, right hand off the break there. I think there's a little up elbow that might have made connection too from Cannonier.
1: So, you know,
0: jabbing, scoring with your kicks on the outside, and taking little back steps and uh, trying to counter combinations. That's, That's what was working early. And uh, just trying to outposition him in the pocket. It looks like now, Canny kind of feeling himself a little bit more. He wants to uh, land clean, and you know needs the distance for that. So when you're backing up that much, it's hard. It's hard to find your counters. But when you try to move in the pocket, try to make them miss, and you're still there in range to to land big. Simple stuff, but important stuff you kind of walked toward him with his tongue out earlier really, and uh, I'm getting flashbacks to the uh, QT Lapa fight just like when he g- started to gain momentum and really started to clown QT Lapa after losing a lot early you know, that's kind of the look he was given but I don't think we're quite in that territory where Calvin's totally lost steam <laughs> I think cardio wise Calvin's still there he's just a little bit uh, cautious now he's got his clock cleaned Oh. Cannonier totally off balance from that low kick and still lands the body shot. Um, yeah, I'd say easy, easy round to score. Uh, Cannoneer won that one, not a 10-8. In my opinion, it was pretty competitive other than the knockdown, but I think it's pretty comfortable for Cannoneer. So I'd go one and three for Cannoneer right now And round two for Calvin. Yeah, just a lead hook. It's stepped in really hard. Wow.
1: It's knuckles on the chin. All right, so we're going into the championship rounds, as they say. There's Rafael Cordero in the corner.
0: It sounds like he wants him to uh, just kind of be annoying on the fringe of range and not take a certain role of leading or, or countering, but it sounds like they want they want to make or lead a bit, a bit more um, and control distance in a different way, not force these entries and try and get get it back. You know what I mean? Which is what was working for him in the second round. So I think that I think that's what he's saying. All right, so round four, they just touch gloves. And we're at four fifty-five as I just said that on the clock. I mean, Kelvin is pressuring. (laughs) Pressured into that body kick, which is definitely, like I said, something that Cordero definitely tells out all those guys to do.
1: I mean, Kelvin could tie
0: it up here with a a round win. And, you know, Kanier, oh, Kanier follows him. Oh, doubles up on those shots, lands a lot clean there. But Kelvin gets underneath after the body lock because Kanier kind of got caught up throwing high. But he's just pushing off on the head, trying to create a separation with that lock. Trying not to put his fingers in his eye. Yeah, now you just go double overs. Oh, good. He made space. Now they're in over unders. And uh, I mean Kelvin can throw, but we'll see if he tries. I think he needs some momentum to throw. And uh, you know, just attempting it from a static position against the cages. Very risky. You don't want to put yourself on your back, especially because Kelvin's not very good off his back. And Kelvin's trying to hold, and Kananier got that wrist control to peel him off there and uh, turned him with the double collar tie to get back to center. Oh, nice one high, two to the body from Kelvin. I'd like to see Kananier get back to his uh, round kicking, but I'm not sure if uh, maybe there's an injury making it difficult. Feet get hurt pretty often, <laughs> more than shins. Nice
1: getting that too through.
0: Yeah, I mean, that first really big flurry from this round was Cannonier continuing to throw his combination. He really didn't do anything that differently. He just kept kept the straight shots coming and uh, ended up landing. But that's you know energy expense. Got to be efficient. Misses on the hook, frames off to uh, to avoid the follow-up from Gaslim. so even exchange, but big shots avoided by both guys
1: there. Yeah, Calvin going body a lot more now. That's good stuff. Nice. So halfway through this round,
0: very competitive. Wouldn't really be confident scoring it for anybody yet. I know the judges prefer headshots to body shots, which is not in the rules. Oh, (laughs) he caught that kick with his face. (laughs) So I think the judges are probably leading Cannoneer. I think Cannoneer is winning the round, but I think it's very close. Nice ending the combination with the low kick there from Castellan. Especially because of the way is backing up. You know, you can catch him at his dance and really knock that leg out of whack. Yeah, I think he's definitely got they said get him confused. I think he does have Canyon confused about who's leading the dance, you know, what kind of exchanges he wants to have um it's a bit of an unfocused performance from cannoneer and oh uppercut catches gasoline there kind of got him shooting put him on his butt caught him in the pocket there so that should help um (laughs) with the round scoring but uh yeah i think cannoneer is focused in terms of like how to deal with certain situations and and the things he's drilled and the combinations he's throwing. He landed that uppercut again there. Um, But I think in terms of like, do you want to be leading? Do you want to be countering? How do you want to lead? (laughs) How do I build on my lead?
1: Things like that. Don't know if that's totally tuned in, dialed in rather. Whiffs on that
0: check hook, does Cannonier, but I think he's got this one. Landed pretty clean on Kelvin a few times. Kelvin's best connections have been straights to the body and uh, some low kicks, but I don't think they've been as significant as some of Cannonier's headshots, and I think judges definitely don't like them as much, even though that's not how it's supposed to be scored, but you can kind of predict that a judge isn't going to value those shots as highly. Yeah, it was that low kick to end the combination on the trail. But it just kind of looked like it was impactful because of Kanyar's positioning and not because
1: it was a hard kick.
0: So, yeah, we got one more round here. Kanyar's coaches seem to think that he has uh, three rounds in the bag, so they say. And, uh, yeah, I think Kelvin definitely won at least one round. And I, I would say three rounds for Cannoneer is, is fair. Um, but we'll see. Don't want to be confident about something like that. Yeah, I think so far, my prediction wasn't really that technically based. It was just that Cannoneer is going to hit him hard, and he could totally take it anymore. He can definitely take it, but the power did make a difference. Kelvin's been hurt a lot more than Cannoneer has been hurt. Um... And uh, it's definitely thrown him off his game, but I think he came with a good, a good approach, clearly trained harder than he has in some of his other fights, clearly had more ideas than he did in some other fights. Um, so let's see what Calvin does here with the fifth round
1: fight on the line.
0: And uh, Cannoneer's got the cage to his back there, and he tries to counter off that body shot. He had the cage to his back there, so it wasn't as good for his uh, for his strategy, but he had better position there, but now he's back in the cage all nice, countered, and uh, came off laterally. On the exit, nice from Cannoneer. A oh, hand fight into the one-two. Got Kelvin trying to turn to face him and falling over. It's a really nice pivoting, angling off by uh, Cannoneer. It's been inconsistent through the fight, but the times that he's hit those moves they look good, and he's been hitting that off-angle right hand a decent amount as well. And that's why he was countering Calvin really clean with early in the fight.
1: Oh, nice. That left hook from Calvin. Almost cut off that exit. Oh, nice. Hand fight off of Calvin's entry into the 1-2. Lands clean.
0: Yeah, Kelvin pretty much starts every combination with his lead hand. So if you stifle it, he's not always comfortable just firing off the rear hand. So I think that's been an important read for, uh, for Cannoneer and getting to his combinations. Just take that away, and you can basically start throwing. Yeah, again, Cannoneer just misses the hands on that takedown defense. He's back against the cage fighting from rear standing. I had to peel his hands off against the hip bone. And I don't always like to be synchronized with Daniel Cormier with what we're saying, but we did say the same thing there at the same time. Kelvin uh, had to shoot through that underhook there. That's not going to work out very well. That arm was in there. And uh, Canyon is going to control that wrist, create space. Yeah, strike off that space. Maybe turn that right arm into an underhook instead of a wizard. It'd be a little easier to get off, but you can definitely exit from a wizard and, oh yeah, pull that, pull that to the uh,
1: the right. To
0: his right, not our right. (laughs) Oh, nice duck under from Kelvin, but you just kind of end up in the same position you're already in. (laughs) And now he's got an underhook and he can push him away. All right, so Kelvin's definitely been putting in a good effort, but it just (laughs) his offense has not been effective enough. Even though he's clearly dangerous, but Kander's defense has been pretty basic, and Kelvin hasn't found many ways around it other than going to the body, which he is just not that committed to because he really wants to hurt him to the head. Now it's the fifth round, you know what I mean? It's like you can only do so much work to the body. It should be a long term investment from the first round, something you go back to a lot. Of course, Canyon hurt him with uppercuts. <laughs> so, you know, changing levels might not feel super safe. Got a minute and a half left here. Yeah, Canyon actually cross checks that kick at the end of the exchange from Gastelum, So it's not like he's gonna <laughs> be able to do the same thing to him over and over again in any respect, not just the body shots. Cannier jabbing the chest a little bit. I think Cannier does feel like he's winning the fight. I think he's listening to his corner, who said he has three rounds, and uh, I think he's uh, coasting a little bit. We'll see if he turns it up in this last minute, tries to seal it off,
1: land something big.
0: Back steps out of that low kick. Uh, Kelvin shoots under the one two. Cannier gets back to the cage, gets that wide stance. Oh, nice. Calvin tried to drag him, redirect, but uh he didn't move him enough. And Canyon complained about his eyes. Could be a poke. Kanye lands that lead hook though. Calvin gets a clinch entry, but goes to step around to finish this body lock outside trip, but uh cage got in the way there. And Canyon pulled him up with that wizard and got the underhook now on the other side. Going to go for that wrist. Yep, he's going to make space. Pull that wrist away to create space between him and his body. And I use his shoulders. Yeah, nice. To create the rest of the space. Kelvin trying to kick (laughs) in. A little counter hook there from Cannonier. Oh, huge counter knee there. (laughs) That's a bell. All right, well. I'm interested to see who won the fight. I believe Cannonier won the fight. I'm not sure if he won that round, but I did have him winning three rounds up to that point. So it shouldn't matter,
1: but we'll see. All right.
0: Um. I mean, <laughs> Cannoneer, if he wins, who else is in contention? I mean, they keep talking about Darren Till. I don't know why um they're talking about you know costa coming back he got like vittori any of those guys i think would be good to good to fight i don't think he should jump into a title fight situation if kelvin wins i don't even know man (laughs) make him fight whitaker again it was a good fight though it's a good fight though and i think kelvin came in as one of the better versions of himself that we've seen um but you know, there there have been good versions of Kelvin in the past that have lost. <laughs> he's not he's not that amazing. You know, it's not just like, oh, it's all about his motivation or you know how hard he's training. It's like he has limitations to the fighter. You're not gonna fix them by having one good camp, you know. All right, we're about to hear the scored scores. Let's see what they say. 48, 47 across the board. For cannoneer. Yeah. I feel like it was pretty straightforward. So it was like rounds two and five for Castle One, something like that. Let's we'll see if Candy calls anybody out. Sometimes Kenny is very charismatic. Other times he sounds insane. It's just really weird, like how it, it it's on a dime. You know, I mean? it, it changes so quickly. Yeah, that lead hook floored him. So that uppercut. Yeah, uh, hopefully for Kelvin, his durability can stay intact because it's definitely something that's holding him up in a lot of his fights. He still needs to have a lot of exchanges, and uh, his defense is not that airtight, so he's going to take some shots in exchanges, and he needs to be able to eat a decent amount of power in order to push his, uh, his agenda, which is why he typically does his best work against older fighters who can't take as much from him because he really only needs to win one exchange to win the fight, you know? This was not one of those cases.
1: He's asking who he wants to fight. All right. He's not waiting for a title shot.
0: didn't name anybody so that's it (laughs) um yeah um you know considering the on paper value of the card which is not so good ended up being a pretty fun night of fights uh for the most part watchable but they can do better yeah so i hope you enjoyed this commentary i thought that was a decent fight and yeah we'll talk more about fights on the podcast this week all right bye-bye